Welcome to twoquestions.tv. With me today is Dr. David Lieberman, and we're talking about anger. Twoquestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to twoquestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancini-Mo. Joining me today is Dr. David Lieberman, a New York Times bestselling and award-winning author and internationally recognized leader in the fields of human behavior and interpersonal relationships. His books have been translated into 26 languages and sold over 3 million copies. And he's the author of this book, Never Get Angry Again, the foolproof way to stay calm and in control in any conversation or situation, which is what we're talking about today. Hi, David. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Susan. Now, I have to tell you, I was pretty surprised when I opened this book and saw the list of books you've written and realized 20 years ago, I read Never Be Lied To Again. Oh, wow. Hey, you're the one. <laughs> and I enjoyed it. And I thought, how exciting. So I've been looking forward to interviewing you all day long. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Also another great book. Well, this yeah. book, Never Get Angry Again, seemed like... When I, when I opened it, I thought, okay, I'm going to read about anger. Great. But then I realized there's so much more than that here, and there's so much to unpack. So, so let's start, since it, it's titled Never Get Angry Again, let's start with unpacking what anger actually is. So for the viewer who hasn't yet read the book, what's anger? Excellent. Good. So anger is really a symptom, which is born out of fear or anxiety. Anytime we feel a pain that we can't control, anger is going to be triggered. Now, whether, whether or not that anger manifests overtly, whether it's passive aggressively, whether we suppress it, however we channel or mask it, anger is going to be the next domino from feeling that fear or pain, which is what pain and fear are really opposite sides of the same coin. Whenever we experience a pain that we can't control or fear, right, which is really a pain that we can't control, it's going to lead into anger. So the book lays out a pretty clear path for self-actualization, and it's way deeper than anything I've seen in a long time. Um, I did a lot, I, I was like, do I have to do two questions? I mean, I'll, sometimes I go rogue, but, but the book is so rich that I couldn't decide on a third bonus question. So can you give our audience just a few things that they could work on while they're waiting for their copy of the book to arrive. Sure, very good. So first, I appreciate that. And one of the things that this book does that I think brings something new to the conversation is that it does go deeper. It's not your usual count to 10, punch a pillow, visualize. It actually gets to the core of anger. In any situation where, you see, they all share a common denominator, whether we're humiliated, embarrassed, criticized, uh, disrespected, they all share a common theme, and that is the fear of not being loved, the fear of being disconnected, the fear that I'm not good enough. So if we're able to ask ourselves in this situation when we're dealing with another person, what is the real fear that's manifesting inside of me that's causing me to become angry? And once you examine it, once you look at it, it begins to unravel. And anytime you feel angry, make no mistake, there's a fear lurking behind it. And that fear is going to be based in, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable enough, I'm not worthy enough in order to feel your respect or to gain your appreciation and praise. When you're in a situation with self, first off is the best thing to do is to sort of avoid these sort of hot button issues. So when you are going to be in a situation 
that you might believe might be contentious, you know, be smart and, and, and maybe be judicious in whether or not you enter those conversations when you're not in that right space. Secondly, is something fascinating. There's a saying in biology that cells that fire together wire together. What that means is every time there's a stimulus and a response, the connection between those brain cells, these neurons called dendrites, actually strengthen. So we literally wire ourselves to become angry because every time there's a stimulus and response, stimulus and response, we become angry, angry, and we can almost have a hair trigger response to anger which is why the research shows in as little as 21 days, you can tip physiology in your favor, meaning that any time you feel prone to becoming angry, if you can just maintain your calm, at least on the outside, it makes it easier and easier every time until you literally wire yourself to remain more calm. So there are three sort of manifestations of anger. One is the emotion. Second is the expression of it whether, again, you express it overtly, whether you suppress it, whether you are passive-aggressive in it. And the third is resentment, which is frozen anger. So even though we can't always control that initial visceral response when someone does something become angry, if you're able to keep a lid on it, then you make it easier the next time and the next time. Now, to be clear, we're not talking about suppressing it. We're talking about acknowledging it, but also recognizing that anger only causes you to feel more and more out of control. The reason we become angry is because when it in this, uh, you feel that fear, fight or flight response instigated, anger is the illusion of control. It creates a set of physiological sim, uh, manifestations, such as the release of adrenaline, cortisol, and a number of hormones and neurotransmitters that make us feel more powerful. And it's sort of gives us the feeling that we are no longer vulnerable. And that's really where the pain comes from, thinking that this person is going to disconnect from me, this person isn't going to accept me, and there's nothing I can do about it. That's why anger seeks to control a situation. An angry person seeks to control, because I don't feel in control, so I'm going to try to maintain control. I found really interesting that part where you talked about the, the neurons that fire together or electrons that fire to, I don't remember, what is it? It fires neurons, together? The brain cells, neurons, the, the, neurons, right. That yeah. fire together. Okay. So I found that interesting also because you, one of the things you said in the book was that, for example, when you're out driving and someone cuts you off, if you respond with anger, you're much more likely to continue to respond with anger. And each time you do it, you keep getting angrier and angrier. So that's right. Road rage makes sense to me now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's right. That's right. That's right. And what's interesting is that, you know, very often you'll get cut off, then you'll speed up seeing what this person looks like to see yes. how angry you should be. Because, you know, who's going to bother you more? A nice little lady driving like this on the way to her own funeral, right? Or a young guy driving with a beer bottle in one hand, cigarette in the other, music blasting. It's the young guy because we assume the little lady didn't do it to us on purpose. But the young guy didn't respect us, didn't care enough, rah, rah, rah. I mean, you see of this. You almost get cut off, then you speed up risking your life to see how, what the person looks like, to see how angry you should be. I, I, I really, um, the book is really rich. Like, there's so much there. Like, it's like a self-help course in a book. Like, you, if you, honestly, viewers, listeners for the podcast, if you, I mean, I've got like notes in the front and crazy things all over. I mean, if you want to figure yourself out 
this is the book. I mean, this book was just from the, I mean, I sort of mapped out like a path, right? I thought, okay, so the first step is really acceptance, right? Looking at sort of the things that aren't, are, are you're not paying attention to or that you're not realizing or facing. It seemed like a little bit of a look in the mirror moment at the beginning of this process. Is that fair? It's exactly fair and true. And that is what is painful because I don't want to see what has become of my finest intentions, my, and I don't want to face my obligations and responsibilities. So I retreat. And that's really what mental health is. It's to face reality and mental health requires an allegiance to reality regardless of the pain involved. But if I'm not willing to face my responsibilities, my obligations, live up to uh, my potential, then I'm gonna hide. But the more I hide, the less healthy I become. The less healthy I become, the more prone to anger I, I am. I said this at the beginning, I'll say it again. I felt like I was gonna read a book about anger and then realized I was reading a book about my whole life. <laughs> and it was really about like, okay, why haven't you achieved this goal? Or why haven't you gotten as fit as you'd like to be? Why haven't you, you know, done this and that? And so, so when I started to add all of that up, I realized this isn't just a anger book. It's an actualization book. It's a self-actualization. It's about meaning and purpose and connection and about anesthetizing ourselves to pain and avoidance and escapism. And there was, there's just, so much here that by the time I was done, I was like, well, I don't need to read any other books. <laughs> well, aren't you lovely? You know, one of the reasons why this book has gotten so much attention is for exactly that reason. It's not puff. It's not fluff. No. It goes to the core. Because here's the thing. If you, Susan, are not living up to your potential, you're going to become angry and then take it out on the rest of the world. There's no way to get around that. So if you want to tell someone you can get rid of your anger by, again, taking deep breaths, punching a pillow, visualizing fine in and of itself. You'll never get to the core. But once you get to the core, you can literally unwind yourself from the anger. And it's not like you're fighting against your nature. These things simply don't matter because you've got clear perspective. If I'm not mad at the world, I'm not angry at me, I don't mind if somebody cuts me off. I'm not going to let their problem become my problem. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Thank you for such a great book. And as I told you, my husband and I are actually going to embark upon a little book study in this book of our own. So thank you. And thank you for joining me on the show today. Thanks, Susan. Terrific. Great to be with you. All right, viewers, again, here's the book. We're going to have a link to the Amazon store where you can buy your copy. Make sure you get this. This is officially on my highly recommended list. It is uh, definitely a book you should read and is already one of my favorites. For I know we're early in the year. My favorites are adding up, but this is definitely one of my favorites. So make sure you get your copy. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini-Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.